Father in heaven, we thank you for the tokens of love that you have showered upon us. Expressions that you are a God who still sits on your throne and works on behalf of your children. Father, this morning as we lift up our voices to rejoice and to be grateful, Father, I pray that you would fill our hearts with thanksgiving and that you would quiet the storms in our life that are trying to take our attention off of you. Father, may your spirit be close to us, we ask. Thank you, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. After a seven-day voyage from San Francisco, California to Oahu, Hawaii, Ellen White and all the other passengers aboard the ship were given the opportunity to get off of the boat for a 12-hour layover in this tropical paradise. You can imagine after spending seven days on a boat that to get off of it for even a few hours is wonderful. She was on her way to Australia. As many of you know, she was sent there under not the best of circumstances. But when they got off of the boat, when the believers found out that Ellen White was on the island, they wanted to hear from her. They wanted to hear a word of encouragement from her. And so they set up a place to meet and to hear what she had to say. But before she did that, she spent a little bit of time touring around the island to kind of see some of the sights. I mean, if you're only in Hawaii for 12 hours, you want to at least see something. And while she was touring around, she stopped at the home of the Kurs, who were, at least the wife was a Seventh-day Adventist. The husband was not. And she visited with them for quite some time. The Kerrs were wealthy people, and Mrs. Kerr, to show her gratitude and appreciation, was showering Ellen White with lots of gifts. Her birthday, Ellen White's birthday, was just a couple of days from then. And Ellen White, obviously, was very grateful for these things. And, and as, when the time came for her to get up and, and leave to go and address the, the church, she got up from the chair, the rocking chair that she was sitting on, and she, in a passing comment, said to them that it was an easy chair, meaning that it was a very comfortable chair. She got up and left and went down to the local YMCA where all of the Adventists on the island had assembled themselves for her to address them. She shared the message that the Lord had laid on her heart, and the hour came that they needed to get back on the ship because it was getting ready to leave for Australia. And so they all went down and boarded the ship, and when she got on that boat, she found that somebody had dropped off a gift for her. In fact, it was Mr. Kerr who had dropped off his rocking chair. <laughs> and that rocking chair was a real source of comfort for her as she made that voyage across the Pacific Ocean to uh, Australia. 
She would sit on the deck of the ship, and for hours she would write what the Lord had laid on her heart. And just a couple of days after that, it was a calm, sunny, warm day. It was November 26th of 1891. It was Thanksgiving Day, and it also happened to be her birthday. Eight times in her life, her birthday fell on Thanksgiving. She was out on the deck of the ship, rocking back and forth in that easy chair, as she penned these words found in the Review and Herald, February 16th of 1892. It says this, At times I have been afflicted in body and depressed in spirits, but the Lord has been my Redeemer, my Restorer. Can you say amen to that? Many have been the rich blessings imparted to me. Can you say amen to that? In the time of my greatest need, I have been enabled to hold fast my confidence in my heavenly Father. We have much to be thankful for, don't we? And as we read in our scripture reading this morning, Psalms chapter 35 and verse 18, I will give thanks to thee in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. There's a time for praising God with our family, at home, in prayer. But there's also a time for us to praise God in the great assemblies. We have a great assembly here, don't we? God's people. Of course, it's a great assembly. It's a great congregation. And as we assemble ourselves together, we want to give praise and thanksgiving to God. But before we do that, I want to just draw your attention to a few quick Bible passages of things that we can be thankful for. And maybe even this morning as you share what the Lord has done for you, you'll have a Bible passage or something that the Lord has taught you in this last year that has been a blessing from his word. But the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57, one of my favorite passages, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we be thankful for victory? God, the Bible says, gives it to us. It's a gift. And I know that there have been times in my own life, and I'm sure that you can say the same for your life, when God has given you victory over a besetting sin, that is something that we can be thankful for. Scripture says in Romans chapter 16 and verse 3, greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. How many of you are thankful for friends? Quilla and Priscilla were a great blessing to the Apostle Paul. He said they risked their necks. Now, I have great friends, but I've never been in a situation where they had to risk their neck for me. But I trust that they would. But for Paul, it was a wonderful situation where he was thankful for Aquila and Priscilla and the help that they provided him, not just them, but the churches of the Gentiles. We can be thankful for our godly friends. Psalms 18, verse 48, the Bible says, He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your Name. Do we have enemies in our life? I hope they're not people. 
Let the church say amen. We don't want to have any enemies among our brothers and sisters, but we do have a enemy who is working against us to try to destroy us and to try to bring us down. But the Bible tells us that God will deliver us from that enemy. Therefore, we can give thanks. That sometimes happens too. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12, the Bible says this, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Are you thankful for the strength that God gives to you? Now, I know sometimes I feel very weak, both spiritually, physically, emotionally, but God gives us the strength to make it through those weak times. We have shed some tears this last year. We've lost some of our family. We've lost some of our friends. But God gives us strength and sustains us through that time. Amen? And I find it interesting that in our times of weakness, the Bible tells us that God also appoints us to service. God has a work that he wants each one of us to do. Psalms 106 and verse 1, the Bible says, Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good for his... Can you finish it for me? For his mercy, what? It endures forever. Charles Spurgeon wrote this. God's mercy is so great that you may sooner drain the sea of its water or deprive the sun of its light, or make space too narrow, then diminish the great mercy of God. Amen? What a merciful and gracious God we serve. His mercy endures forever. And then, of course, Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, in everything... Yeah, we don't, we don't like to talk about that one. We don't, we, don't, we don't like to think about that. In everything what? Can I really give thanks in everything? Or is it just in the good times that we give thanks? In everything, the Bible says, give thanks, for this is the what? It's the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Single, married, divorced, happy, sad, rich, poor, Weak, tempted, tired, lonely, whatever it is, in everything, give. Somehow there is a silver lining even in the trying times. And I think if we look for something to give thanks to God for in those trying times, it'll make those trying times a little easier for us to go through. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I want to share with you just a couple of things that I'm thankful for this morning. This morning, it occurred to me that God has blessed in a way that I hadn't taken notice of. Many of you are familiar with our sister church in Fremont. Many of you are aware of what took place about three years ago over there. The church was 
decimated by the anti-Trinitarian teachings. They lost a large portion of their members who were very active. They were board members, uh, active people in the church. And as a result of that, it left a very large hole in the church. Shortly after I came to this district, a family of five left to go to another place for work purposes. And as you can only imagine in a small church when you lose five more people, it leaves an even bigger hole. And so we've been praying, I've been praying, you know, Lord, there's some big holes in the church here. There's a lot of discouragement as a result of that, and I trust that maybe some of you have been praying for the Fremont Church as well, and I thank you for those prayers. But this morning as I got up to do the service, I was counting the people that were here, that were, that were there, that were new in just the last year. There are 10 new people in the Fremont Church in just this last year. It's interesting to me, and this just occurred to me as I was standing at the pulpit. Just about six months ago, seven months ago, we lost that family of five. They moved down to Berrien for work. And just today, we had the second reading to vote in a family that moved from the Grand Rapids area, which was a family of God is good, isn't he? Three weeks ago, we baptized a lady who's been coming to the Fremont Church for about three years. She'd come to prophecy seminar after prophecy seminar after prophecy seminar, health class after health class after health class. And the Lord led her to our church. And the Lord led another man from another church to our church. And in a couple of months, they're going to get married. But just a few weeks ago, she got baptized and joined the church. There's another man who was over in the Cedar Lake area, an Adventist member was studying with him over there, and he moved to the Fremont area. And he hooked him up with the Fremont Church, and he's been coming for several months now. And a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know what, we need to make this thing official. There have been some big holes in the Fremont Church. And this morning, it occurred to me that the Lord is blessing them. You know, at the beginning of the year, I met with our head elder, Alan. Many of you know him. And uh, as we talked together, we were kind of coming up with ideas. And, and he had a goal in his mind that he wanted to see the church grow by about 10%, which came to about three people. I think it was two and a half, but you can't have a half a person. <laughs> so three people, but in the end, we have 10 new people that are coming to church. And I'm thinking to myself, we need to keep this thing going in both churches, <laughs> have this type of growth uh, over a year. I, we're just, I'm very thankful. The Lord has infused that church with some new warm bodies. Of course, we're thankful for the angels that are at our church that fill our empty pews. But, it, boy, it sure is encouraging to see some actual bodies there. So please continue to pray that the Lord will lead us as a district as we seek to build up his kingdom and contact people in our community. I want to share with you also this morning that I am thankful to be part of this district. Um, as many of you know, uh, two years ago when I moved here, I wasn't necessarily looking for a move. I was very happy with where I was at. 
Uh, we were comfortable in our district up north and uh, weren't looking to move. Um, in fact, for all we were concerned, we were happy to stay there for the rest of our ministry, but God had other plans. And um, as a result, we moved down here, and we're very thankful to be part of this community of faith. You have taught me much, and I pray that I have been able to teach you a little bit uh, from the Word of God. But you've been a blessing to me. You've been a blessing to my family. You've been a blessing to my children, and for that, I'm very thankful for. Uh, I'm also thankful for my family who unfortunately couldn't be here today. My wife, as I was talking to her last night on the phone, she's like, oh, man, I wish I could be there. I said, well, I could Skype you in, but probably be in church. (laughs) But I'm thankful for my family, my wife of 11 years. Um, I refer to her many times. I've told her this, that she's my best friend, and I mean that. Um, You might think I'm obligated to say something like that, but I'm not. I mean it. Um, She truly is a a friend of mine, my best friend, uh, my confidant, somebody that I can go to and uh, share my, uh, the weights of my heart, and she's there to listen to me. I'm very thankful for my children, who, um, you know, this past week, I've been home alone all week. It's just been me and Jack all week long. <laughs> and uh, Jack's kind of been my shadow. It's amazing when the kids are around. He just follows me everywhere. And um, I think it's even too quiet for him because he'll just be laying there, and all of a sudden he'll jump up and start barking at nothing. It's like, too quiet, man. I need to make some noise. But I'm thankful for my kids. You know, as I'm sitting in my office, I hear boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 because they're up above me. Boom, 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 boom. And they're running back and forth, making all this noise. And I'm trying to focus my thoughts as I'm, I'm preparing a study or something like that. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes down into my office. Hey, Papa! And boom, there goes that thought, you know? And, and this past week, it's been a time of solitude. I've been thankful for that, but I've also been missing that noise. <laughs> you know how it is, you know, those of you parents and grandparents, you know, sitting at the table and, and eating together with your kids, and they're just laughing about the silliest things. And you're just wondering to yourself, what in the world? How can you even laugh at something like that? But I'm thankful for that noise. I'm thankful for that laughter that brings joy to my heart and brings joy into my home. And I'm looking forward to seeing my family uh, next week. But I am very thankful that the Lord has given me three healthy children that love the Lord, and by God's grace will one day serve Him. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.